The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Lots of people still getting in touch about what we kick things off with at four o'clock, uh, which was a suggestion that more street names, more buildings, more thoroughfares, plazas, squares, more statues should be named for and dedicated to women. Simon Tierney, uh, our own Simon Tierney here in News Talk, uh, has a piece in the Irish Examiner today. Um, uh, along those lines and people getting in touch both in agreement and disagreement Darren and Tipperary says how about planners name new roads instead of developers this I think the point that lots of these new roads and new developments have fairly kind of bland names like Cherry Blossom Avenue and they could be named uh, for some of the women who have been suggested like Mary Robinson and others uh, by other listeners uh, somebody else says the majority of street names are named for imperialists and industrialists and I cannot relate to that but somebody else here they say by all means be creative with new names but leave historical names alone they are our heritage and they are of their time who worries about street names anyway for God's sake 87 the number Ruth Coppinger is with me a former socialist TD Ruth do you think that more of the uh, pieces of infrastructure I guess the built environment I mentioned thoroughfares roads statues you name it should be dedicated to women well I think obviously our culture should reflect the full diversity of our population. Um, women, you know, people of colour, working class people. And it links in with the request that myself and others have made, which is for a statue or a public memorial or a piece of art to commemorate Savita. Uh, and we made the point when we made that submission to Dublin City Council that there are very few statues or pieces of public art in Ireland to women and none to migrant women. So a memorial will be a fitting correction to that glaring deficit. And, you know, our, our heritage should reflect our history and it should be a living history. Um, and I think a lot of the streets, statues are obviously to men. And as somebody commented, they're imperialists or industrialists with a few nationalists, you know, thrown in mm. um, for, you know, train stations and, and things like that. So I wouldn't really agree with leave our history alone. History is a, it's a living thing. And the reality is that women and others have been written out of history and were banished, particularly since the foundation of the state, even though they played a leading role. Mm. Uh, what has been the reaction or the response to the, the, the request or the campaign for a, a statue of Savita Halepanaver? Yeah, well, w- we made the request on the 10th anniversary, which was last autumn. Um, we had a march at the time, which was very well supported. Uh, I think it's been huge. We've had a whole number of people have signed the letter that we sent to Dublin City Council, people from, you know, the arts, medicine, academia, trade unions, student unions supporting the call. The reason being that repeal, abortion rights, women's rights in general has been a key feature of our history in the last five to ten years. And Savita, unfortunately, through her tragic death, did play a role in being a spark for the repeal movement, which was a a very broad-based movement. And like all of these movements, you know, marriage equality, uh, the right to vote, all of them should be reflected in our streetscapes and our landscapes. Mm. 
So is, is the, the question is one of balance, is it, Ruth? Because I, there's a, I think Simon made the point there's about a thousand different streets or roads between the canals in, in the capital city. Uh, and so it's not necessarily about erasing the reality of, of the ascendancy class and uh, our, our history and our links with Britain. But it's rather that, you know, you, you have that alongside all those other groups you mentioned. You have nationalists, you have women, you have minorities, you have immigrants. Yeah, but when you actually examine it, there's very few, I think. Or rather, sorry, my my, my argument is that that's the ideal as you would have them alongside. If you look at who the majority is in society, you know, that's not reflected in, in in our public spaces and our parks and our streets and our statues. So, you know, migrants aren't reflected. Mm. Very few working class people are reflected. I know there was the Rosie Hackett Bridge, which was obviously uh, a break from tradition. I think it's the only bridge in Dublin. But I mean, there are many others who could be uh, marked. I would love to see an overhaul of all of those that, you know, some kind of a grouping looking at, Mm. renaming, uh, reflecting the reality of what our society is today. I mean, Grafton Street, you know, all of these things are called after imperialists who've no support in society. Would you you rename Leinster House? Uh, Well, I think, you see, it's difficult to say off the bat, you know, you obviously do need to have a reflection of what that house was for Mm. when it was built, etc. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying every single thing should be scrapped, but I am saying that uh, history is written by the victors. Yeah. And uh, the victors have dictated that these are the people who are our heroes. And, uh, you know, they're not our heroes in the main. They're not heroes to most people. And I think we have to reflect that. It it came up a lot with the Black Lives Matter movement. The fact that, you know, slave owning people, statues were being pulled down. And I know some people were tutting about that, but that's just a reality when you have any movement that is against oppression and historic oppression, then all of the features and symbols of that are going to be challenged. And, you know, that Mm. was why we put in the request, there should be some memorial to the repeal movement that we had because it was a decisive uh, defeat, if you like, for uh, the Catholic Church's imposition on our health service, on on women, etc. Let let, let me bring in Frank MacDonald, a Dublin author and journalist. Uh, Frank, how do you think the, the balance should be struck? In terms of, of of maybe more inclusive streetscape, in terms of names, but not ne- necessarily kind of erasing history either. Well, I certainly wouldn't do it at random, um, and I, I I did think that uh, Simon Tierney's article was very thought provoking, and but it had one factual error: the the Rosie Hackett Bridge, which opened in 2014, it was named after the founder of the Irish Women's Workers Union, and is it's not the only bridge over the river over the River Liffey to be named for a woman because the bridge at Island Bridge to the west is known as Sarah's Bridge which admittedly is after Sarah the Countess of Westmoreland who happened to be the Lord Lieutenant's wife when it opened in 1791 and and interestingly the Liffey's oldest bridge on the river, Mellows Bridge was originally named Queen's Bridge after George III's wife uh, Queen Charlotte and then in 1922 it was renamed Queen Maeve Bridge until its name was changed in 1942, 20 years later, to Mellows Bridge, after Liam Mellows, one of the executed anti-treaty 
IRA leaders who had occupied the nearby four courts, precipitating uh, the civil war. And, you know, as Simon noted in his piece, there's been a long history of street name changes in the capital. Um, Mm. But but just because the street is called one name today doesn't mean it always has to be that way, uh, as as Ruth has said, nor that it will remain that way forever. I mean, O'Connell Street started out as Sackville Street, uh, Great Britain Street is now Pierce Street, um, Mm. Great Brunswick Street is, or sorry, uh, that's um, Parnell Street, and and, and Great Brunswick Street is now called Pierce Street. And, you know, I'd say there's a very good chance that the Berkeley Library in Trinity College, uh, which was denamed after uh, after it was recognised that the philosopher George Berkeley was a slave owner, uh, that it will be renamed after a woman, especially as the, the college has its first ever female provost, Dr. Linda Doyle. Doyle since it was founded by Elizabeth I uh, in 1592. And actually, I'd nominate Mary Robinson for the honour because she not only studied at Trinity, but but became its Reed Professor of Law and later Chancellor of the University. And But I don't think it should be called... The, I, I don't think it should be called the Mary Robinson Library. It should just simply be called the Robinson Library. I just think the whole practice of using first names as well as surnames is just inappropriate and, and, because... Because, you know, like yeah. Grattan Bridge at Capel Street, I mean, everyone calls it Capel Street Bridge, but its actual name is Grattan Bridge. It's not called Henry Grattan Bridge. Well, how, how do you best manage it, though? I mean, when it comes to Trinity, that's an issue for, for, for the college. But say when it comes to public spaces, I mean, is it is it a Dublin City Council issue? Is it a committee that continually meets? Is it something you look at? kind of periodically you decide, right, every five to ten years or whatever, we're, we're, we're going to well, I, constitute I a committee that, to do this? You know, for example, uh, there is a there is a, a procedure involved in, in, in naming streets. I mean, a lot of the streets are named by the developers who build different housing estates. Oh, God, they're awful names they come up with, though, Frank, aren't they? Cherry yeah, Blossom Lane. I mean, some of, them are, some of them are absolutely awful. And, and you know, names should be chosen from the locality uh, where, the, where the, the scheme has been built. Um, but there is a naming... As far as I know, uh, Dublin City Council has a naming subcommittee and and they meet every so often and and anyone who lives on any street uh, can apply uh, to have the name changed but then there has to be a plebiscite uh, of all of the residents on the street or all the property owners on the street uh, to decide on whether that should go ahead or not and interestingly um you know the the um the the pro ukraine uh, uh, there was a lobby to change the name of Orwell Road outside the Russian embassy in Dublin to to uh, Independent Ukraine Road, but that was actually defeated in a plebiscite. It just didn't get enough support. Uh, listen, let, let, let me bring in uh, Dermot O'Kyla, who's a former Cork County Councillor, because Dermot, you were involved in an attempt to to change the names of streets in Cork. Remind us of that. We did. That was four or five years ago. Now. Um, a group of us set up a campaign to have streets that are in Cork City named after old imperial generals and even in particular we focused on Queen Victoria. There are 10 streets in Cork named and it is to honour someone when you name a street after them. So there are 10 streets in Cork City named to honour Queen Victoria, also known as the Famine Queen. So we had sought the local authority to, to discuss this and they wouldn't. 
and we went out and painted over all of the signs and um, <laughs> got massive public attention from it and huge support. But the, the issue about naming public places like this is this is part of our heritage and cultural environment. And, you know, when we honour somebody, it should be reflective of the values that we wish to honour, not necessarily the individuals concerned. There's our value set. So mm. that we should, we should, like we have up in Dublin there, you have Nassau Street. This was Nassau Senior. He was Queen Victoria's chief accountant. And he made a horrible statement in the House of Commons saying a million deaths of starvation in Ireland would hardly do their purpose. That's minuted in the House of Commons. And so uh, these are values that Ireland supports today. Yeah. And if it's not, then we should change them and to things that have values, including rec- mm. recognising women should be done big time who have contributed politically or scientifically yeah. or some sport. There's lots of values which we could reflect or with our society and, and, and the question and is which ones are worth it and, and is it your contention that you, you, you get rid of these names altogether because they are you know an honorific however you want to uh, uh, describe them or that you simply reduce the scale of them that you know you say you've got 10 streets no, named for Victoria do, we, we do you should, reduce it down to one or do you like get rid she, altogether she is a lady who presided over genocide against our people. And I know in Cork, in Cork at the time we pointed out there's one single mass grave there. They didn't even, no local authority even put a crucifix mm. on the grave of 40,000 people. They don't have anything. So do we honour somebody who was the so Queen? So you think get rid of all, all of those names? I, because I mean, people would say like, they, they, they'll agree absolutely with your description of her, but then they'll say... Uh, it, it's erasing history to a degree. She was queen of this country for 64 of years. We shouldn't erase history, but we should remember it properly. I know one of the proposals we had that we wanted, we had a document written on this. The city council refused to even read it. A, a proposal on the naming of streets and places in Cork. They wouldn't even read the document. And, and when you have that, then people resort to other methods to get their case out there. So one of, their, one of their proposals was, in cases, in the case of Victoria, we should not name the streets after her, but we should put a plaque there saying, formally Victoria Road and mm. give a, a one or two sentence description as to what she represented in our history. Should we change the Which name of the English market? The English market, incidentally, isn't the original name of that market. That's the Grand Parade Market. This is in a recent fashion in Cork where I think the powers that be like to you you know, eulogise things that are English. They also had a place called the Victorian Quarter in Cork City, but recently renamed, but believe it or not, by popular outrage, they've now dropped that plan. We no longer have a Victorian quarter. So, like our cultural environment, what values we uphold, they matter, and they add to the... they they add to the education of our society Mm. as to what we should or shouldn't do. So we painted over the the name of Queen Victoria on the streets and in a blaze of publicity we made her videos and and everything. I know, I remember it all right. And and there's people listening. People were outraged over you know, that this is still a scandal and remains in, like I say, Nassau and Dublin. Well, and lots of people are getting in touch as well, uh, in agreement and, uh, and others less so. Uh, Dermot, we appreciate the time. Dermot O'Kyla, former Car- Cork County Councillor, Frank McDonald, Dublin author and journalist, and Ruth Coppinger, former socialist TD. I've no qualms uh, with a Savita statue provided her family are in support of it, says one listener, but I wonder would it not be more appropriate for it to be in Galway? 
Phil says Maureen Sweeney originally from County Kerry was 21 years old when she took a weather reading causing Dwight D. Eisenhower to change the day of the D-Day landings. She was honoured by the US in recognition of her amazing efforts. I think she should be honoured by her native country by naming a street after her in the capital city. So says Phil. Well Phil thank you for that suggestion as well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.